You're now listening to the Real Estate CPA Podcast. Your source for all things real estate, accounting, and tax. Here we reveal our secrets that can save you thousands in taxes, streamline your accounting process, and help grow your business. Stay tuned to hear insightful interviews with industry experts, successful real estate investors, and current clients on what strategies they use to grow their business and how they steer clear of Uncle Sam. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Real Estate CPA Podcast. Your host today, Thomas Castelli. And in this episode, we're going to discuss year end tax strategies that can help you minimize your tax bills. We all know minimizing taxes is essential to growing your portfolio. However, another important aspect of growing your portfolio is making sure you have the right accounting system in place. And while there are plenty of general business accounting software options out there, they're not designed for landlords managing rental properties and can feel clunky and overly complex. Landlord Studio, on the other hand, is designed specifically for do-it-yourself landlords. They offer a full suite of tools designed to help landlords save time with their income and expense tracking, as well as property management tasks like rent collection, rental listings, lease management, and tenant screening. One thing I found particularly impressive was its ability to connect bank accounts to view and reconcile transactions from inside the software. And by using Landlord Studio's mobile app, you can digitize your receipts and the software automatically lifts and imports the receipts details. Landlord Studio is also a great way to stay tax compliant, particularly as they offer a number of different financial reports, including Schedule E, where rental properties are reported on your Form 1040. You can learn more about Landlord Studio by heading to www.landlordstudio.com CPA. Again, that's landlordstudio.com CPA. We'll drop that link in the show notes below, but for now, we'll jump right into today's episode. All right, so the first year in tax strategy we're going to discuss is making a contribution to a qualified retirement account such as your company 401k. And the reason why you may consider doing this is because you can reduce your taxable income dollar for dollar for each dollar you contribute to the 401k. And as of 2020, the contribution limit is $19,500 on the employee side, which means you can reduce your taxable income by up to $19,500, which if you're at the 24% federal tax bracket, you would save $4,680. Not too bad. Another thing you might want to consider is contributing to a health savings account. Now, the good thing about a health savings account or an HSA is you don't actually have to make the contributions in this tax year in 2021. You just have to open up the account and then you have until April 15th of 2022 to actually make the contributions. Now, if you're wondering what an HSA is, I'm going to give you a very brief overview. So if you have a high deductible health care plan, which is defined as having a minimum deductible of $1,400 if you're single or $2,800 if you are married, you'll be eligible to open up one of these accounts. Now, if you open one up, you can contribute up to $3,600 if you're an individual or up to $7,200 if you are married. And if you're at the 24% tax bracket and you make that contribution and you're married, you're going to be able to save $1,728. Not too bad. Now, how you use this account is you can reimburse yourself for qualified medical expenses, or if you don't have any qualified medical expenses, you can invest that money for a return on your investment. And then later on, at some point in the future, I promise if you live long enough, you're going to have health-related issues and you're going to have health-related expenses, you can go ahead and reimburse yourself from this account. So essentially, it is a triple tax advantage account because you are putting the money in tax-free. You can invest the money and it will grow tax-free. And then when you take it out, it is tax-free. So definitely an account you're going to want to consider if you have a high deductible health care plan. 
All right, up next we have charitable contributions. If you itemize your deductions and make a donation to a qualified charity before the end of this year, you can receive a dollar for dollar deduction up to 60% of your AGI for cash contributions. To give a quick example, if you're in the 24% tax bracket and you make a $10,000 cash contribution, you can save up to $2,400. Also, contributions are not limited to just cash. You can also donate securities and property such as stocks, real estate, and even cryptocurrency. So I know what you're thinking. All you crypto investors out there who made massive crypto gains or trying to reduce your tax bills, you can actually donate your cryptocurrency to charity and receive a deduction. All right, so now we're going to shift gears a little bit and dive into some business and real estate related strategies that you can use to minimize your taxes. And we're going to kick it off with everyone's favorite, and that's buying a business vehicle. So if you buy a vehicle that has a gross vehicle weight rating of over 6,000 pounds and use it more than 50% for business, you can generally deduct 100% of its business use thanks to 100% bonus depreciation. For example, if you bought a Ford F-150 for $50,000 and used it 70% for business prior to year end, you could receive a deduction of $35,000. And if you were in the 24% federal tax bracket, that's an $8,400 tax savings. Next, if you're a business owner, you may want to consider deferring income until January 1st. You can do this by waiting to send invoices and collection reminders until after year end and letting clients and customers know that you want to receive payment in January. Doing this will, of course, reduce your taxable income in 2021 because you are deferring this income into 2022. Going hand in hand with this strategy, you may also consider prepaying expenses such as software, advertising, travel, material, supplies, so you can reduce your taxable income this year. Similarly, if you're a real estate investor, you may consider completing last minute repairs and maintenance to your rental properties prior to the end of the year so you can take advantage of those expenses and reduce your taxable income before year end as well. All right, diving into the real estate side of things, you may consider investing in a syndicate before the end of this year, and that's because many syndicators will use a cost segregation study to generate very large losses and then pass them through to their investors via the Form K-1. Now, if you're on the passive investor side of the spectrum, you can use these losses to offset rental income from other properties or gains from the sale of other properties you may have sold in 2021. I know for a fact that I am using this strategy this year. I invest into a syndicate to offset gains from the sale of another syndicate that occurred within 2021. And we see clients use this all the time to offset gains on the sale of other syndicate interests they had throughout the year or even properties that they have sold throughout the year uh, themselves that they owned directly. Although there is some investment risk there, it is definitely worth considering it can be quite lucrative. Now, if you're a real estate professional, own rental properties directly and spend more than 500 hours materially participating in your direct rental properties, you can actually invest in syndicates and then group those interests in with your overall rental activities and then use the losses generated by the syndicates to offset your active business income or say W-2 income that a spouse may have generated. And that's all we have for this episode of the Real Estate CPA Podcast. And this, of course, is not a comprehensive list of year-end tax strategies. If you want to learn more about what strategies you can use at year-end, go ahead and check out episode 64 of the Real Estate CPA Podcast, as well as the recent article Brandon wrote on TaxSmartInvestors.com. To get access to that article, simply head on over to www.TaxSmartInvestors.com. And if you're a basic or plus plan member, you already have access. If not, go ahead and sign up for one of the free trials, and you can get access to that article risk-free. 
Last but not least, you're going to want to go ahead and speak to your CPA or tax advisor prior to implementing any of the strategies mentioned on this podcast to ensure that they are appropriate for your situation. That said, I want to wish everybody a happy holiday season and we'll see you next year. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed the show, please find us on iTunes and leave us a review. You can also email us at contact at therealestatecpa.com with any feedback or topic suggestions. We are always taking on new clients and with the new tax laws in play, you really don't want to navigate this alone. Let us help you save money on taxes with your accounting and CFO needs. To become a client, navigate to our client page at therealestatecpa.com and fill out a web form with as much detail about your situation as possible. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week.